A man whose brackets are unscathed because he wouldn't give them to us last week. Jay Williams from Jay Will, Keyshawn, and Mac. ESPN Radio in the mornings. So you didn't lose a Final Four team. I lost only three of them. You lost only three. But, oh, you told me last week this whole story about how you got the Final yep. Four right one year and how you were confident coming into it. No, no, I'm yeah. not confident now because I've not been confident. paying the price, paying the price ever since 2003. So, uh, yep, I had Duke. I had uh, Arizona. I had Kansas. Oof. I still have Miami left, but they're going down to Houston because Houston looks healthy and that's over. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's, so. that's going to be different. Yeah, uh, nobody really saw the whole FDU-Purdue thing happening. Nobody saw Princeton making it to the Sweet 16. Yep. Like watching FDU versus FAU was uh, – I just I love this time of year because you get a chance. We had um, Dan Hurley on the show today, and obviously I think a lot of people looked at UConn as you know, one of these dark horse – type of teams sure. because of their talent. And it's just a time of the year where, you know, it's always AG about playing your best basketball. But I think what we're seeing is like the new bloods, no longer the blue bloods. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the tournament so special because FDU had three guys on the team that were brought up from division two basketball, <laughs> division two basketball, right? Play pivotal minutes and beating the number one seed in Purdue. Like, this is where we're at with the saturated marketplace that we're at. You know, there's a lot of things I want to ask you about. It's funny. I mean, FDU, I've been, uh, I might have been inebriated on that campus at one point uh, during, <laughs> a, all, <laughs> during a, su- a summer when I was living in the uh, in New Jersey uh, with my dad. But, uh, like, these small schools, St. Peter's just kind of just, uh, you know, electrified everybody. And I know people were thought, well, FDU could beat FAU, and they were for a while. We're thinking, could we get a 16 seed into the Sweet 16? It is the third straight year we've had a 15 in the Sweet 16. Uh, what do you make of that? Is it we have so much talent, or at the top levels, is the game too young? I just, you know, what, one of the trends I've been seeing over the last seven years is first off with top recruits, people don't feel the need to go to the big schools anymore right, because of the optionality around the league. Right. I, I think what we've been seeing with the transfer portal is extremely intriguing because first off, 30% of the people that enter the transfer portal don't play basketball at a school the following year. Like they, they miss out on opportunity. Right. And it suddenly allows schools like Pitt to all of a sudden overnight become older. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you're allowed to recruit. You're also recruiting players off teams where they're solidified. Uh, it, it, it makes the game feel like the wild, wild west. So I, I think there's so many moving parts. It's it's hard for coaches that are even more established to – you have to re- – the recruiting cycle is already tiring, Adam. <laughs> and now just times it times 10 because now you're, you're – there's no – you barely have time to coach your own team with what you're being asked to keep bringing in, and you're recruiting your own players yeah. each and every year. And I think that's what the, that's the challenging part for more legacy-like coaches, guys like Tom Izzo, who actually just want to coach basketball mm-hmm. and want to challenge young people to be better. It's, if you don't tell me what I, what I want to hear, I'm off to the next opportunity. And that's what makes it difficult. Jay Will is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, all right, your thoughts on why Duke... 
got uh, got beat by Punched Tennessee. In the mouth? Yeah, literally. In the mouth. Literally. I mean, Adam. Look, uh, can I can I can I take off the analyst hat? And, sure. Uh, and give you the Jay Will. Yeah. The Hooper from playing from New Jersey hat. Yeah, we don't talk Do to the analyst. Know? We 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 talk to Jay Will. Okay. Here's Jay Will for you. Do you know there were, especially after my freshman year when I started to believe in my own confidence as a player. My goal was to always punch somebody in the mouth and initiate contact first. Right. It did multiple things to you psychologically. Number one, I had I forced you to react to me. Mm-hmm. Right out of the gate, you're thinking about me and me initiating an elbow here, me driving into your chest, not saying anything to you but smiling at you. Now you're engaged with me, right? Now automatically you're not thinking about what we need to do. You're thinking about what you need to do. Right. right. So I take you away from the team aspect and I get you locked into the me aspect, which I learned quickly from my freshman year of Coach K, not getting over screens and then saying, you know, Jay, why wouldn't you get over a screen? And they say, well, I didn't do this. Or, you know, he, I'm like, he's like, no, stop thinking about you. Think about us. So for me, I'm like, oh, if I can use that reverse psychology, if I can get other teams to start thinking about me instead of right. about them, I'm winning that battle. Think about that right from the beginning. The kid from Tennessee just elbowed Filipowski in the mouth. Like, they're dictating the pace. Mm-hmm. They're dictating the physicality of the game. And I think with the exception of Jeremy Roach, Duke has never gotten punched in the mouth before. Right. They didn't know how to respond to that. It's just a physical game. So I think Duke spent so much time engaged in trying to learn how to respond to the physical aspect of the game that by the time they got settled into the game – you know, now Jeremy Roach is in foul trouble. Yeah. Now you're trying to be a team different than what you are playing a zone. And Tennessee has found their rhythm. So, I mean, these are little tricks that older teams know how to play because they're seasoned. They've been knocked around a couple of times. This team has never been knocked around before. Not to that degree. So when if, if that whole group were to come back, and we know they won't, but if that whole group were to come back, they would be more adept at dealing with that, or maybe they would initiate it because Filipowski can play a physical game. I don't know if there's anybody else in that team. I thought the, the missing Mark Mitchell uh, at the start of the game obviously mattered. It's a it's a piece that they didn't have that they can plug into a lot of different places, especially defensively. Oh, right, Adam. Adam, don't fall victim to that. Please don't like. I... You know, it's like when I start seeing stats float around, like, well, when Duke, when they're fully healthy, they're 19 What team is fully healthy? <laughs> we, we, come on. Like, this right. is a war of attrition. It is. You know, I, we, we miss Carlos Boozer. We won a championship. We got him back in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Like, so it, it's about, like, sometimes. But you were an older so, team. Agreed. 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 So, like, yeah, but that, that's what makes the tournament right. so hard to win. And it helps people put it into perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Like there has to be such a series of things that need to go correct. Like, are you old enough? Do you know how to handle adversity? Have you dealt with enough adversity if you're a young team throughout the course of the year that properly prepares you to handle that moment at that stage? This is a one-game tournament. How do you handle foul issues, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think all these are things that, for teams that are a little bit more seasoned, they have an understanding of who they are and. Like either unless you're a Carl Anthony Towns, but still we saw that team get all the way to the finish line and not finish the deal because they lost an older, more competitive team in the Final Four, right? which allowed Duke to win it that year. So uh, there's so many things that have to go correct in your favor to win it all. The best team does not win the NCAA tournament. Sure. It's a team that has the best path, and they understand how to manage that path.
Yeah, the team that plays the best. It's a it's a tournament of who got hot at the right time, like we have in a lot of playoffs. And but it's just in college basketball with the one game out. Uh, is it, is it anything really could happen. Like it's hot though, Adam. Is it seem like it's hot because like Houston has played well, but like now I'm looking at Houston and their path. Like that's a that's an easier path going against you know a double digit mm-hmm. seeds. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be easy to get there, but I mean, whether it's a gauntlet path, if you're looking at Miami, like what Miami has to go through in order for them to get there, so. It's being playing your game, but also like what what is revealed to you during your path. Oh sure, no, no. You, if you catch a break, then yeah, you can you can win a title. Um, with but I I still think it's the team that I mean ultimately you got to play the best because once you get to the final four, you can play somebody who's playing great. You know, yeah. you might get you might catch a break if it's a uh, a Loyola of Chicago playing great, but obviously isn't super talented. Uh, or a St. Peter's, although St. Peter's wasn't in the Final Four, uh, or a VCU that doesn't have necessarily doesn't have pros. I look, I think that the teams that win have professionals on it, and you know probably a, an NBA player or two or maybe three. Uh, and you look at Houston, who clearly does. You look at Arkansas, who beat Kansas and clearly does yeah. have pros. Yeah. Uh, it's much. I mean, it's it's not. I think coaches matter. I'm not saying coaches don't matter. They matter a lot. But I think the players matter more. Yeah, I just need the head coach of Arkansas not to take his shirt off anymore. Um, <laughs> after wins. You would have done it, too. If you were a coach, nah, you would do it. It would have looked different if I would have done it, though, Adam. Like, I'm still tightened up now. It would have looked different. <laughs> uh-huh. Jay Will is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. So who's your final four now, now that – now that we're down to 16, nope. it's easier. No? Nope. No? Nope. Nope. We're not waiting? You're not going to trap me this week either, Adam. My bracket is perfect, and I look forward to remaining perfect. <laughs> um, oh. I refuse to be right. uh, live by the societal rules. I need to give you my final four. Who gave uh, you I'm, the I'm, hardest time about uh, the ACC only having one team left? Oh, my, my, my brother-in-law. Because, you know, people forget, like, you know, well, not forget, I mean... <laughs> People don't know that like I married an IU grad, right? Um, and her family, her brother went to IU, her dad went to IU. So all this year, I've just been hearing about you know the Big Ten and mm-hmm. eight teams in the tournament, and how weak the ACC is, and now I laugh. I, you know, now an ACC team beat IU, and I say, yep. you know, and now we both have one team in the Sweet Sixteen. So it looks like we're pretty much even. So um, yep, yeah, it's probably been my family. My my fam- my own family. That's Very nice. Usually, are my family. <laughs> uh, yeah, Michigan State is left. Miami is left. Miami, by the way, beat Indiana twice. They beat Indiana in the men's tournament and the women's it tournament. So good. Oh, it was a double whammy last night, Adam. Felt so good. <laughs> Felt so good. It was uh, it was tremendous. All right, I'm going to ask you kind of a fun question here, Jay. Will okay. um, the uh, the NHL is switching hockey uniform manufacturers from Adidas to Fanatics. Fanatics I was yep. I was unaware that Fanatics made their own stuff. And they probably don't. They're probably going to uh, farm it out. But either way, uh, so let me ask you, what is the most, because uh, you wore a lot of uniforms, you know, whether it was in the, uh, in the pros or at Duke, uh, best uniform, most comfortable uniform you won, the one, wore the one you liked the most? Nike. The, the the Duke Nike one, or did you wear a Nike one in the NBA? No, the, the Duke Nike one. Like you know, it's so funny. I, I every year, I'm a, first off, Adam. I have a problem. I'm a hoarder. Okay, are you? I I have so much. Every year, I get a pair of new Duke shorts, 
and <laughs> I just I just hoard them all away. Really? Like, I am. I, I just I love. I like literally for like the past sixteen, seventeen years, I buy them. Like, I buy them from the school's manufacturer. So like for me, like having sixteen years of different Duke shorts, like I go back to ours. Like we uh-huh. had the light mesh shorts mm-hmm. that were like they were light, but they were also a little bit thick, but. Like, like still, like it, it, it's, it felt like I had on. To me, it always brings me back to, like when I my freshman year coming into the summer, Carlos Boozer and I lived at Matt Kirchison's, um apartment. Okay, and we literally don't know uh, it's bad. We <laughs> stole their team shorts, right? So like, and like all these guys, like man, I, like, I don't know what happened to them. I'm like, I don't know what happened to you, girl. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have them. Uh, meanwhile, I have a size five X shorts. And I'm like six one. Um, <laughs> But, like, the, the, those mesh shorts to me, like, that's what basketball is meant to me. Like, putting on those shorts and saying, like, I am now a part of this culture. Right. So, for me, I, like, Nike has always held a special place in my heart because we were a Nike school. Mm-hmm. Now, look, when Adidas came around with a, a seven-figure payday, I obviously was going to accept that and sure. become an Adidas guy very quickly, right? Cause yes. Talks, but, <laughs> like, there is a nostalgia with Nike for me because that's that's what I grew up on. That's That's home. So uh, they will ever have a place in my heart until somebody comes through with a bigger paycheck. <laughs> uh, all right, what's the first jersey you had as a kid? Alex English. Wow. A Nuggets Alex English? Old school Nuggets. Al- he was one of my favorite players growing up. Very nice. Watch tape on him and everything. I mean, just dribbling is kind of like that unorthodox style in the mm-hmm. foot that he had. I tried to mirror it until I learned that uh, I, I couldn't do it at the same level. The the Rainbow Nuggets jersey? The Rainbow Nuggets jersey. And, and by the way, I wore uh, throughout, I mean, back in the early 2000s, I wore it to All-Star Weekend. I mean, I, I kept it going for a while. Really? Very, very old school and nostalgic. That's yeah. uh, that's outstanding. I I, I was never a jersey uh, a jersey kid growing up, but I had a Richard Todd jersey because I was a Jets Ooh. fan growing up. Yeah. Um, Look at you, I, Richard Todd. I, I I invited him when I was thirteen. I invited him to my bar mitzvah. Um, he did not Wait, come. You're a Jets fan? I grew up a Jets fan. I'm no longer a Jets fan. I am recovered. You're not like you're not excited about this whole Aaron Rodgers no. mistake for a year. No, yeah. I, look, I'm fascinated by it because I know what's going to happen. He will never be able to get the Jets off of him. That yeah. that's like it's a skunk. Uh, it, this whole line just sits in my in my in the back of my mind when it comes to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. You know what line he said a year ago? It's a beautiful mystery. <laughs> oh boy, New York, get ready for this mystery. Be careful what you wish for on both Please. ends. On both ends, I think Aaron will get exactly what he deserves, and the Jets will be the Jets. I just don't. There's too much history. I do appreciate that Joe Namath's going to give up number twelve for him, though. Uh, that's yeah, good for Joe. I just don't know why. Why would you want to follow in the same steps as the other quarterback that, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I get it. Like, you're going to follow the same blueprint mm-hmm. from Brett Favre? Like, we're, we're, we're doing that? Why? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, to me, I just, there's something about me. Like, I just want to blaze my own path. And, and maybe it may not be the best decision, but, like, I, I need things to be marked down. Like, this is what Jay decided to do. Like, this right. is like, oh, Jay's going to follow the same blueprint as Brett Favre. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I guess nobody else wanted him. I don't know. Maybe. I, guess so. I mean, that's all I could think of. And of course, they haven't figured anything out. You know what I'm really looking forward to? Cam Newton throwing at Auburn's pro day. 
I, I am fascinated by that because if Cam Newton shows any kind of arm, I think it's going to be a game changer for a lot of teams. So, like, so we were talking about that today on the show, Adam, and, and here a couple of teams where it makes sense, right? Because my thing is, if I have a young quarterback, I don't want to create controversy with my fan base on a, like a brand as Cam is so big that automatically as a backup quarterback, he's, he's the biggest branded backup quarterback ever. DM, you have to be prepared for the noise yep. that's going to come along with Cam Newton and the fan base being somewhat divided if your quarterback doesn't live up to expectations. So for me, like if I'm a smaller, like if I'm the Giants, if I'm Daniel, like I don't, if I'm saying, like I don't want that noise behind Daniel Jones. I don't want to split up my fan base. If Daniel Jones, I, I need him to have a comfort level because we keep talking about quarterbacks being sensitive. So I look at places like Josh Allen, you know, with the buff. I look at places that are more cemented with quarterbacks that you know, like Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens, if they figure out that deal, a place where he can fit into the scheme where you know that he is a bona fide number two and this whole noise of him potentially becoming a number one does not exist. That Those are the kind of fits I think are right for Cam. Whichever teams are going to draft um, Stroud, Richards, uh, 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 the kid from Florida, Richardson. Anthony Richardson, Richardson. Uh, yep. or Will Levis, whoever's going to draft them, sign Cam Newton. Let him be your quarterback for a year. Let him be your quarterback for a year. Let the let those guys sit and watch if if he can throw. If he can't throw, we move on. Uh, but I'm yeah. I'm fascinated by that. Same here. Do you think he would be the type of quarterback ag that will put his arm around a young fella and know, or do you think it's the the opposite? I don't know. I think he will. Maybe to the detriment of the young player. No, I think he will. I can't. I think Cam was a great teammate. Everybody that played with him thinks he's a great teammate. So I don't have any reason to believe that that will change. Cam, yeah, I think Cam I agree, knows yeah. the game. He's a smart dude. Uh, the the whatever the font he uses on Instagram, notwithstanding, uh, he's <laughs> he's like, a is sm- that Arabic. What is that? I don't know. What don't... The... <laughs> he's like Norwegian. He's Norwegian I can't on read. Instagram. Why can I not read? I'm a 41 year old grown man, and I can't read. <laughs> oh man! All right, you're uh, you and your perfect brackets. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> All right, um, you got it, brother. Does he not have a bracket? I know. I know. Maybe he just doesn't want to jinx himself. Maybe that's what the problem My is. My dog's got a bracket. <laughs> I know. Actually, you know, the sad thing is, is that I'm the only one at my house that filled one out. Really? My son didn't do it. My wife. Normally yeah. we do it, and we like we do it for the pets, too, for sure. no reason. Why not? Um, but no, they, no, I'm the only one that had one, <laughs> and it was bad. 